Yo, good day, gents, and welcome to another episode of Father's Fire. My name is Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun of being a dad. And I'm telling you guys, there are so many opportunities for you to connect with your kids. And today I had one of those opportunities. My daughter earlier in the morning actually came out, actually last night she came to me and said, hey, dad. Wondering if you wouldn't mind working out with me in the evening so that I don't have to wake up early <laughs> like you and mom do and go work out. And I said, sure, I'd be, you know, be glad to go with you. So Judy and I worked out this morning and then I came home and I said, hey, Cynthia, do you uh, still want to go work out? She said, absolutely. So it was really fun because we got in the car, drove over to the gym and so we had this opportunity where we're working out together but it was fun because on the way there I was asking her about her day some of her plans because some of her plans have shifted a bit and so it gave us about 15-20 minutes of just one-on-one -on -one time visiting together and I got to thinking about how many times do we as dads miss opportunities because we're not taking time to do what our children want, but also just being involved in their life. And so Judy, uh, sorry, Cynthia and I, we go and we're working out and she had plans to go into the women's private area so that nobody's watching her. And she opened the door and it was swamped <laughs> with people. You know, it's the New Year's, people are getting on their New Year's resolutions. And uh, she opened the door. She's like, Dad, there's no room in there. Can I work out with you? And I said, absolutely. And so we go into this one little section where we can work out shoulders. She goes, all right, Dad, what are you going to do? So I showed her, showed her the first exercise, which was taking both of your arms together and then lifting them to the side. Don't raises, right? And so we're doing that. And it was funny because as I started doing it, she started mimicking me. <laughs> kind of almost like making fun of me so I did my reps and then she did her reps and and uh, we kept working through the sets and then the next set I showed her the next rep which was an Arnold press and she couldn't quite get the mechanics of it and so I slowed her down and I said all right put your arms both hands together now your fist facing you and then turn them out and then push up and I helped her do that and then she got it but it was funny because as I was watching her at first she was making fun of me but once we got past the making fun of dad she really got into the workout so we did a series of workouts each one I would show her what to do and then she would mirror what I was doing to to complete her workout and it made me realize that how many times do our kids mirror what they're seeing in us? And it made me ask the question, when you look at your kids and you see them do something that you do, both good or bad, how does it make you feel? Are you proud of what you see? Or are you going, oh gosh, do I really do that? <laughs> Especially when they're young, right? Because a lot of times when they're young, they will say things or do things and mimic you. And you're like, do I really sound like that? And I think a lot of times we underestimate the power 
of our example. We underestimate the way that we live. And so kind of looking back, you know, Judy and I have always had a fit lifestyle. We've always told our kids, we are a fit family. We are fit individuals. And that was not only a mantra, but it was a lifestyle. And it's really fun now that our kids are older, you know, 21 and up. They're all very fit. They're all, they have the, the discipline, the dedication to put in that work. And on the flip side, how many of us are, have led a life of maybe not being there for our kids, having um, abusive language, losing our temper? And then we look at our kids lose their temper or have abusive or unkind language or be demeaning. And if we're honest and we look at ourselves, that maybe what they're doing is emulating something that they've seen their entire life in us. I mean, I think about so many fathers that I talk to that are either trying to build out of a broken home where they, through decisions in their life, maybe they were in and out of the family and they're surprised that now their children don't want to have a relationship or they distrust having a relationship because what they've seen, the pattern that they've seen throughout their life is that relationships are maybe optional. And I remember very distinctly um, a drive that I had with my nephew. And I was driving from Provo to Salt Lake. He was taking me to the airport. And he and I had a great conversation. And I asked him, I said, how are you doing with the divorce, the separation of your mom and your dad? And he said, you know, what I've realized, Uncle Jody, is that relationships are optional. And when I heard that, at first, my heart kind of dropped. And I was like, oh, man, he kind of views them as not necessary. But then he, as I'm having these thoughts in my mind, he completed his statement. And he said, I've learned that relationships are optional. And we get to opt in every single day of our relationship. And if we don't opt in, all of a sudden the relationship crumbles, it dies, it decays, because we're not doing anything to invest in it, to opt into that relationship. And that conversation is stuck with me because now he is moving through his life and he is wrestling with the pattern that he's seen and trying to come to his own decisions on how he wants to move through his life. But he has a pattern that is easy for him to model because that's what he's seen, what he's experienced. And I think a lot of you men struggle because maybe you had that pattern in your life where your dad wasn't present, where he was womanizing, or he was working too much, or he was in and out, or he just flat out wasn't there. And you're looking at your life going, all right, how do I be a good father? How do I be a good husband 
when I didn't have somebody modeled. And if that is your situation, I strongly encourage you to find men that you think are doing a good job as a dad or a good job as a husband and have a sit down with them and say, hey, would you mind sharing with me how you move through life, how you treat your wife, how you interact with your kids? Because I remember early on in our marriage, especially, you know, as Judy and I started having kids, she's like, no, you're lucky because you're the oldest of eight kids. I'm the youngest of two. And for you, interacting and playing with kids is natural, whereas with me, I have to learn it, right? And I think sometimes we feel like we are behind the eight ball because we're learning something as an adult, and that's okay. Give yourself the grace to go, you know what, I didn't have a model to emulate, but I'm going to find men that I like what I see in them. I like the, the, what I see in their family, and I'm going to talk to them, and I'm going to get ideas of what I can incorporate into my personality that fits my style. Because the way I do things is not going to fit necessarily the way you do things, but they can't be a blueprint to kind of show you a way to do things. And then you can incorporate them in yourself. And so while you may be a mirror of my of something that you see in me or you see in others, you're going to take that image and you're going to mold it and meld it to fit you and your family. And I think that's an important lesson is recognizing that the way you do things, the way that your kids interact with you is going to be different and that's okay. And in those scenarios where you don't or didn't have that model to mirror, I'd like you to imagine in your mind what kind of father you would have liked to have had. And then become that kind of father. Because I imagine the kind of father that you envision in your mind is exactly the father that your kids need because it's coming from you. And so the next time you look and you see your kids mimicking you, emulating you, modeling you, take a step back and go, do I like what I see? Take a personal assessment and go, all right, are there things that maybe in my tone or in my demeanor or in my language that I would like to maybe temper? And maybe even change so that my kids see not only that there is a better way to move, but that you have the power to change your destiny, to change your character by a decision. And that decision comes with commitment and discipline and moving. And I think sometimes your kids seeing that you're willing to improve, willing to move forward is a blessing for them. And I think sometimes we get trapped in our own mind, in our own heart going, I wish I would have, I wish I could have, I wish I would have made time for this opportunity instead of going, you know what kids, 
I wasn't exactly who I wanted to be or who I could have been. But guess what? I'm committing to you to become the father that I would like to be and the father that you deserve. And you can begin to build on those little characteristics that you'd like to see in yourself and that your kids would appreciate and ultimately want to emulate. Because one of the greatest examples that I had of my dad, well, there is a lot of them, but one that that relates to this story is, is my dad served 20 years in the Navy, go Navy, right? And I often joke that I served 20 years under him. <laughs> but I remember when he retired. He, when he retired, he had eight kids and he retired as an E7. So he didn't retire with a huge retirement package, right? But he did have enough to go, you know what? I want to become a nurse. And that is going to require sacrifice not only on me, but also on my family. And I'll never forget, my dad sat us down on a Sunday and said, hey, guys, I want to let you know that I would like to become a nurse, which will require that I go back to school. And me going back to school is going to really tighten the reins on our budget. And so we as a family for the next two years are going to have to live super lean so that I can uh, I can become a nurse and achieve this goal so that I can get to the financial goal that I have that's related to becoming a nurse. So I want you to recognize that there's going to be some challenging times. And we had a council about it, what it would mean to our family, how it would impact us how it would require us to work together and and budget our time and our, our with him and with the family and recognize that he was going to have time where he was going to be working late, studying late, and it was going to restrict the amount of time on him. But I remember specifically thinking, if my dad at the age of 44 years old can make the decision to move from one career to the other career and make the commitment and put in the effort and the time and the dedication to pursue that goal, what can't I do as a young man with no kids, no family, and just a dream and a passion to move forward? So my dad showed me that at the age of 44 with eight kids, that while it might be tough, he can make a dream happen, not only for himself, but also for our family. And while that time was lean, the example that he set rippled across all eight of us kids. And it made us realize that anything's possible if you do it with a purpose and a vision and a drive to make things happen, not only for you, but also your family. So. Guys, look at yourself. Look at your kids. Do you like who you see that they're becoming? Do you like the pattern and the habits that they see? Because I can tell you, you know, my kids saw me 
pray. My kids saw me make time to study the scriptures. My kids saw me take time for our kids. My kids saw me go to their games and to their art classes and their recitals and every event that I could. My kids saw me. And so now they have a pattern to do that. If you want to change the cycle, you have to change the pattern. And it's fun to see. You know, I'll never forget one last story. In fact, this happened recently. I was extremely frustrated with the challenge that I was experiencing in our business. And I remember being downstairs, talking to my business partner about it. And I was really kind of discouraged and I was a little frustrated. And I came upstairs in my bedroom and I knelt down in prayer by my bed. And while I was praying, my youngest daughter, Kaylani, walked in the door. And seeing me pray, she goes, oh, sorry, Dad. And I lifted my head and I go, it's okay. And she closed the door and went into the bathroom. And I continued my conversation with God. And I know that that experience is going to resonate in her heart. First, hearing that God, that I was struggling with the problem, because I was downstairs, I was in the basement, I was, you know, where other people could hear me. And I was talking about the challenge that I was going with my partner. But then to see me come upstairs and walk in me, walk in on me, praying to God, seeking advice, seeking inspiration, seeking peace. That pattern will stick with her because not only did she hear me talk about the power of doing that, she saw me doing it. So guys, if you want to entrench something in the hearts of your kids, you need to do exactly what you preach. You need to do exactly what you teach your kids to do. Because if they see you living what you teach, I guarantee you, they will emulate it. And if they see you living opposite of what you teach, they will second guess and go, is that really important? Is that important to you as a father? Well, if it's not important for you as a father, for me not to mirror that, then why? Would I ever put that in my life? So take a look at your kids. Do you like what you see? Do you like the reflection that's shining back in you as you watch your kids move through their life, as they pursue their dreams, as they go after whatever it is that's pulling their heart? Something for you guys to think about on this Monday. Anyway, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. If you've had similar experiences, I'd love to hear your experiences in the comments or reach out to me. We can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I'd love to hear it. I want to thank you guys for tapping in every week. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And you know we're going to catch you same time, same bad channel, just next week right here on Father's Fire. See ya!